I'm Summer Falgiano, and you're tuned in to Badasses in Tech. This week, we're joined by Sabrina Ghost, author of Built to Be CEO, A Woman's Journey to the Top. She's here to share her learnings on building a personal brand and how more women can reach the C-suite. So I work for AAA, as in the road service company, but so much more. Uh, for for uh, AAA right now, I run their auto insurance business in seven states. So it's about a $2.5 billion book. I have a large team. Um, and that's what I do during the day. Um, what I do during my nights and weekends is very, very different. Um, recently, I wrote a book. Um, it's called Built to be CEO. I have it right here. Very cool. Um, and so the, I, we can go into why the cover has a unicorn and a moose in the back, but um, that's what I've been doing for about um, just over a year. It got published about two weeks ago, um, and uh, it's kept me pretty busy on social media, on uh, media opportunities. Uh, yeah. It's been sold in nine countries, so really exciting. Yeah, I've been following and, and seeing all of the positive feedback, so congratulations, first of all. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I'd love to know a little bit more about what inspired you to create this book. So, I mean, no 26-year-old sits there and says, I want to write a book, right? Um, it's a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of time, especially with a full-time job. Um, but I had this fantastic job, and it was working for the CEO of AAA as his chief of staff. And you learn something new every day. So I started writing all of this advice down and digging into some of the research that was behind that advice. And uh, then as it came together, it formed a story. I added, I glued things together with my opinions and it became a book. Awesome. So what would you say, would, what are the key pieces of advice if you can distill the whole book down into um, maybe three of your, of your most favorite learnings during your time uh, working as chief of staff? Yeah, I think um, the way I would put it is that um, time is your MVP. It's your most valuable player. Uh, everyone has 24 hours a day in a day. Uh, time really is an equalizer. Everyone is um, born in a different, into a different socioeconomic background, into different demographics, but time is really your equalizer. So um, my advice is to start your um, career planning early. Um, that's the first thing. The second is that if you look around, the world is built up of about 50% women. Uh, if you look at the Fortune 500 companies, only 5% are CEOs um, that mm -hmm. are women. Um, so that discrepancy is another one that you should take away from this book. It's that uh, we really need more women in, in leadership positions in the pipeline. We need more women who want to say, I want to be CEO in the future. Um, and I think the third thing is that um, you haven't come this far just to come this far. That's a quote that I use in the introduction at the end of the book. Uh, what have you done until now? Uh, you can do more. And, and this book, you know, the title says it all. You, mm -hmm. You're built to be CEO. Yeah, I feel like there's so much to unpack there. And, and just on that last bit about... You didn't come this far to come this far. Speaking of books, I'm an avid reader, and I just finished reading this book. It's called How Women Rise, mm -hmm. and it's all about exactly that. What got you to this point may not be what's going to get you to that next phase. Mm -hmm. So 
would you say that you agree with that or what are your what's your thoughts on kind of that direction I mean, I, I do agree with that in most situations. I think you can analyze it in two ways, right? One is what's worked for the women who are Fortune 500 CEOs right now, the few, the 5%. Um, and then what can we do for ourselves in the future um, that isn't so formulaic, right? That leaves it a little more free for us to experiment. And uh, the book really dives into a lot of things that work against you. So it starts off with just learn about the things that are working against you, these invisible force fields that Hollywood. Um, mm -hmm. One fact that I highlight in the book is that one in five people in a crowd shot are women, less than one in five. So wow. women really aren't seen um, even in crowd shots. And uh, that works against you. The three words in CEO, chief executive officer, all have male connotations. Um, there are many excuses that you can use. There's one chapter that's just full of, it's called your list of excuses. Um, and then it goes into, the second half of the book goes into um, what you need to mm -hmm. become CEO. And the first is um, this resume builder, which is knowledge of corporate finance. Um, another is personality traits, not necessarily types. Yeah. Um, another is supporters. So there's a difference between mentors, sponsors, um, and, and your friends, your circle of friends. Um, and then the last thing is the cherry on top. It's, it's your unique personal brand. Mm -hmm. And how would you encourage somebody who's just starting out, a woman especially, obviously, who may not really understand their strengths mm -hmm. and has, has a goal, has a dream, um, but doesn't really quite understand how to get there. What, what advice would you give uh, somebody in that situation? Well, I think that's a great question. And that's the final chapter in the book. It's, mm -hmm. you know, now you've read a lot about what's working against you and what you need. The final chapter is building your path. And um, there are three sort of questions I highlight. The first um, is how much are you going to weigh education versus experience? Um, and uh, the second is when do you want to be CEO? So how do you plan to get there? Um, and the third is how do I use all of these qualities in order to get there? Mm -hmm. um, it's less formulaic uh, and it all depends on you answering these questions. Mm -hmm. And what about the CEO that you worked with that you admired the most? Because obviously uh, the fact that you, that you wrote a book about what you learned clearly left a, a huge impact on you. So I, I and I truly respect leaders who obviously are able to do that. So I'd love to learn more about that that individual. Absolutely, his name is Tim Condon. Uh, he runs AAA in seven states. Um, I worked for him directly for two and a half years and he taught me, um, what our inside joke is that he taught me everything that Harvard didn't teach me. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I very much a mentor to, um, anyone that's looking to, um, grow their career or has the drive to become a CEO in the future. Um, he has not only taught me lessons, but he's given me leadership opportunities that allowed me to apply these lessons. Mm -hmm. um, he's also uh, spearheaded um, having a majority female executive team at AAA. And I think that sets a fantastic example, mm -hmm. especially in, in a company that's built in transportation or road service. Um, to have a female executive team uh, is, is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you, you also brought up a really interesting point. And I love that joke, by the way. Um, he taught you everything you didn't know at Harvard. 
I, I hear a lot, especially living in San Francisco, um, education versus experience. Mm -hmm. Can you go a little bit deeper into that? What would you say are some of those things that absolutely you would totally, um, you know, credit Harvard for? And then what are those other maybe soft skills that you wouldn't have been able to learn in mm -hmm. a formal education setting? Yeah, I think um, if you pick education, right? Yeah. And, and the secret of the chapter is you can't pick one. You've got to have both. But I you love would that. Um, and so if you pick education, you've got to be the best of the best. So it dives into the numbers. Uh, how many CEOs in the Fortune 500 have MBAs or went to a top school? Um, how was that treated? What is the advantage of having that name drop education or the connections while you had your education to companies that were recruiting on campus that gave you that extra benefit. Um, if you're choosing experience, again, you've got to be the best at it. You've got to have a superlative, a best, first, biggest. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and a lot of the Fortune 500 CEOs that are women currently, um, they chose experience. So um, they chose what I call the inside track, meaning they uh, joined a company, stayed for 15 to 20 years, moved up the ranks, and then became CEO. Whereas um, with men, there's a mix, and, and obviously it's a much bigger sample size as well. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like in today's time, women will have to continue to follow that 15-year tenure to become CEO? Or do you feel like maybe we'll be able to um, get a better break, for lack of a better word? Yeah, I think, um, and it's a really great question because it's, do I travel on the beaten path? Right. Or something completely exactly. new? Um, and it's, it's really up to you. It's really up to you to understand, again, three questions. What do you value education or yeah. experience? When do you want to be CEO? And then what kind of path do you want to take to get there? Um, I firmly believe that you don't need to stick to one path. Mm -hmm. um, that if you have the traits and the corporate finance experience and the marketing, uh, the unique brand, uh, you've got everything it takes. You're built to be CEO anyway. You've got everything it takes uh, to take it to that next level. And you don't necessarily need to follow in the footsteps of others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people need to hear that too, especially with Instagram, Facebook. I mean, it's easy to just kind of go and see what's someone else doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that they look they look successful. Let me just go ahead and and try to reverse engineer or or follow in their footsteps. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think what you're doing is very empowering and inspirational. And um, I love the fact that you're advocating for women. It's it's especially now in in today's time. Um, it's important. I, I'd love to understand. You know, you mentioned earlier, you still have a day job. You're still having <laughs> to a nine to five and, and you're you accomplished this book. So what do you think about you as an individual um, was your differentiator or your uh, I can't remember that what you mentioned that it was that trademark thing, that unique brand. Yes. What's yeah. what's that for you? Because clearly you got it. It's um, I mean, the other way to look at a unique brand is the sentence after your name. When somebody says somebody's name right there's always a sentence that followed and if you don't define your own sentence somebody else will and you'll regret it mm -hmm. um so i think my unique brand is still building uh it's okay to not have one yet You've, people spend their whole careers building one um but i think 
what I do at work and what I did during my nights and weekends writing this book is very similar. It's about empowering the people around you to um, take hold of that drive and um, and appreciate what you have and, and use the resources at um, at your fingertips in order to um, be everything that you need to be. Um, so it, it complemented each other very well, uh, not to mention that I was chief of staff for two and a half years, yeah. reporting directly to a CEO, working with other executives, meeting other CEOs, and you really learn what a good CEO is built on. Have you always, if you think back to childhood, have you always dreamt of being CEO? No, uh, when I was little, I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. And then for a while, I wanted to be a vet. Um, but, you know, my chemistry teacher told me that's probably not going to happen. Um, so then I chose the U.S. for college because they really let you pick whatever you want and switch whenever you want, um, which I appreciated very much. Uh, no, I think um, I don't think little girls say I'd like to be CEO when I grow up. Uh, I think this, the purpose of this book is to have this message that, that women are built to be CEO become obsolete because there are so many women in leadership positions. That is the aim of this book. And um, there's a great study that essentially said they interviewed thousands of female CEOs. 65% of them said they didn't believe they could do it until somebody told them they could. Mm -hmm. um, and that made me initially sad. Uh, you know, somebody else needed to come up to you and tell you that. And then I realized that if I became CEO in the future or when I become CEO in the future, um, that is exactly what happened to me. Uh, somebody told me, uh, and that was Tim Condon, uh, you should be CEO. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's almost like everyone can see what you can't see. That's what I've really started to learn, especially as I've gotten older and, yeah. and, and more experienced in my own career. There's some insecurities that I have and others are like, you're so good at that. And I'm like, wait a second, I don't think that. But if you think that, then let's run with it. Right, exactly. So I, I totally agree with that. Um, well, how, so you mentioned you, you studied your own CEO. Were there other inspirations or were there other people that had some sort of part in mm -hmm. in creating this book i'd love to learn more about that too five women five incredible women helped me create this book um the the first is an emmy winning journalist patty lee um she uh runs her own media company helps women and really anyone build unique brands so she taught me about that unique brand that sentence mm -hmm. up to your name. Uh, the second uh, incredible woman that I've worked with is Laura Furstenthal. She runs, uh, she's a senior partner at McKinsey. She shared a lot of the research um, that is out there, whether it was links on LinkedIn um, and various other studies, she sent them to me on mm. a regular basis. And I was able to compile that information and support research and claims and opinions. Um, the third incredible woman is Alexis Davis. She is an ultimate fighting champion and you don't <laughs> want to go head to head with her. Um, she is absolutely incredible and she teaches you um, defiance and strength and, and fearlessness. And uh, the fourth is Jennifer Botterill. She is a um, three-time Olympic gold medalist. She's got mm -hmm. a silver medal as well in hockey. Um, and she taught me this idea that um, there is, why not me is the phrase she uses a lot. 
Um, and that became a rhetorical question for me. It didn't, I didn't necessarily need to answer somebody. Um, you know, if somebody says, you can be CEO, the answer was, why not me? Um, and then the fifth one is my mother. Um, she lives 10,000 miles away from me, but she supported me since I was born. Um, she didn't go to college um, and she didn't go, she didn't even finish high school, um, but she supported me through uh, college, my um, taxing job, um, as well mm -hmm. as writing this book. Shouts out to mom. Absolutely, absolutely. Love her. That's awesome. And so did you did you run into any obstacles or any surprising challenges during the creation of this book? And plenty, is... plenty of obstacles. I think the obvious ones are just the time crunch, right? You don't have the time, but you've got to finish it. Um, the second is um, getting rejected multiple times, which happens a lot in Silicon Valley, right? You, mm -hmm. you pitch and you get rejected. That happens in the publication process. Mm -hmm. It happens with my editor multiple times where um, uh, we would essentially disagree on multiple opinions and ways of saying things. I had to rewrite the book multiple times over the last 18 months. Um, and I would think the, um, the third struggle is actually just being bold enough to say, I'm built to be CEO mm -hmm. and telling other women about it too, because we tend to shy away from things like this um, because it's a bold statement that you are essentially committing to uh, and there's a lot to lose. But uh, I think what I've learned is there's a lot more to gain. Mm -hmm. And for somebody who is in a similar position as you, they're dead set, they're, they know exactly what they want, they're getting in a lot of rejections, what is something that you would leave with them a piece of advice to keep them going i think it's you haven't come this far just to come this far boom i think i'm gonna write that over my bed <laughs> my bedroom or something that is that is like you need to wake up and just refresh yourself with those things it's easy to it's really easy to fall in the trap of um doubt mm-hmm so. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's, there's, I think, maybe 10 to 15 pages in this book of a list of excuses. Um, those that I've heard, things that I've actually used myself. Mm -hmm. um, and I used facts and figures and opinions to uh, refute those excuses. They don't need to exist. Yeah. Data. That's all. That's what it's all boiled down to. The, the numbers don't lie. I love yeah. that. Absolutely. So if I wanted to purchase this book, where would I go? Amazon.com. It's the easiest place to go. It's free shipping on Prime. Um, it's $11.99 right now. Um, so Amazon.com, super easy Perfect. to be CEO. And it's right around summer reading time, perfect time for maybe grabbing a gift for a mentor, somebody that you mentor. I know you mentioned that earlier. So Yeah, we did get a huge push around graduation season if people oh, two, uh, one for themselves and one for somebody that just graduated from high school, college, or their master's degree. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm definitely going to get a copy for sure. Oh, thank you. For That's sure. Okay. Especially seeing all the, every everyone is going crazy on social over this. Yes, I've just partnered with Ariana Huffington, actually, um, to release um, um, articles and excerpts from this book on her um, site, Thrive Global. So yeah. there's three articles published already and it'll be around weekly or bi-weekly. That's so awesome, Sabrina. Honestly, congratulations. Thank I'm you. sure you're overwhelmed. I would be, I feel like. It's, so it's really humbling. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've realized that I have some incredible supporters, female, male, um, around me, and I appreciate them so much. Yeah. 
What so what's next? I have to ask before we go. What's next for Sabrina? What's going to what's going to happen over the next couple of months? You know, I I want to keep learning. Uh I'm not a CEO yet. I've got a bunch of things I need mm-hmm. to learn and traits I need to develop and brands for myself that I need to cultivate. Um that's for me, but uh for other people I think I'm going to continue to uh distribute this book to uh young women that I mentor, encourage other people to do it as well. And then I've got a bunch of media opportunities coming up as well, so hopefully that that can um allow the message in this book to disseminate, which is essentially I hope this book is completely irrelevant. because there are so many women that are CEOs in the future. Okay, one last thing I want to hear about the cover. You mentioned yes. at the beginning the unicorn. Yes, so this is the cover. It's um it says built to be CEO woman's journey to the top. And uh the story behind that was uh the typical male CEO is six foot something um low voice study posture kind of scary to anyone that isn't prepared to meet mm-hmm. them that's kind of like a north american moose it's around the same thing so you've got the shadow in the background and when i ran i um, just noticed that yeah yeah you're not supposed to you're supposed to dig into it oh, it's wow. kind of like a background thing and uh when i introduced that metaphor to one of my mentors Laura Fustenthal of McKinsey uh she said well that makes female CEOs unicorns not in a rainbows and sparkles kind of way but in a female CEOs are special um and you know this book is aimed at young women and you know so the cover's bright uh it's 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 full of energy um and uh it's got my favorite colors on it too i love that And honestly, I was very I had no idea about the moose until you pointed that out. So that alone <laughs> is just like artistic genius. Whoever yeah. designed the cover, Marcela Murillo. Shout out. Incredible. Shout out <laughs> to her. It was such a fantastic process with mood boards and designs working with her. If anybody's writing a book or needs a designer, contact me and I'll get you in touch with her. Awesome. Sabrina, congratulations again. It's been such an honor talking with you. It's been so inspiring, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had fun speaking with us on Badasses in Tech. Love it. Thank you so much for having me. This was an honor. Thanks for listening to today's episode. To hear more, check out our website badassesintech.com and join our community. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So follow us and tune in next week. That about sums it up. I'm Summer Falgiano and this is Badasses in Tech.